0: Welcome to News Du Jour. You may be wondering, why am I, Annie Bowles, here hosting this podcast? I usually start by telling people I'm a political baby. You see, my parents met working on Capitol Hill. By the time I was two, I had been in my first political commercial and even got lost crawling around the West Wing. Don't worry, Al Gore found me. My family then moved abroad when I was nine, and I attended an international school in Brussels with kids from all over the world, and it is this type of global perspective that I also bring to our show. I graduated from American University in D.C. after studying political science and art history, as well as interning on both sides of Capitol Hill. I even interned down the hall from where my parents met. I'm now pursuing a professional certificate in journalism at NYU in conjunction with Rolling Stone magazine. I guess I was always that friend in the group who cared deeply about not just what was going on politically, but also globally. I often kept my own friends informed through high school and into young adulthood. So I guess I've always done a version of this show I'm genuinely passionate about following the news, and I'm here to break it down for you guys every weekday. We always strive to be a calmer space to get your news, or as one listener put it, like getting your news from a well-informed bestie. I'm so glad you're here. Hey guys, I hope you had a fantastic weekend. My weekend was so delicious. I did absolutely nothing at home. I kicked my feet up. I sat on the couch. I went to Sam's Club and I ate Chinese food. That was my weekend because I know that the next three weeks are going to be absolutely wild, both professionally and personally. On the personal side of things, I have my birthday. I'm going to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. I do every year. And then Valentine's Day, of course. And then professionally, though, we are taking on some big partnerships that are going to dominate the next few months of our business. And I really am excited to take you guys along with us on a journey here. We I can't say more than that, but stay tuned in the next two weeks for a big announcement. We are teaming up with a fantastic organization to help make some change here in Oklahoma. So I'm really pumped to announce this collaboration because I feel like it was very fateful with the timing of it all. And you guys are going to love being part of this mission. Backing up for a second, though, speaking of Valentine's Day, I wanted to remind you guys that the Wild Mother Creative Studio here in Oklahoma City has generously gifted our listeners $10 off their Valentine's Day arrangements. This is something that you have to order in advance. I think there's a couple different sizes, but you order them ahead of time, get that $10 off, and then your arrangement will either need to be picked up or delivered. But there's a link in our show notes If you don't know the Wild Mothers work, you need to follow them on Instagram and they are the premier floral studio here in Oklahoma City hands down, no competition. When Kim Kardashian needed to send an arrangement in Oklahoma City, she called up the Wild Mother Creative Studio because they are simply the best. So click the link in our show notes to get and use code NEWSDUJOUR to get $10 off your arrangement. If you want an arrangement from somebody else in your life, send them the link and send them the code NEWSDUJOUR for $10 off. All right, and without further ado, we will go ahead and jump into the news for today. So we have one mini story for you guys and then three very important news stories. Let's jump in. For our mini story today, three U.S. service members were killed in Jordan over the weekend. This was in an airstrike that the U.S. has come out and blamed On Iran. Now, we don't have a lot of details available on this as I am going to record, but I'm sure that this simply adds pressure to an already extremely tenuous situation in the Middle East. We will definitely keep you guys posted on anything that happens with this situation. And for our first longer story today, we're going to be discussing the UN court calling on Israel to halt any genocidal acts. So the United Nations Court in The Hague ruled on Friday that Israel does not have to cease their military pursuit of Hamas. Basically, there will not be a ceasefire as per this court ruling, but that they must take steps to ensure that a genocide does not occur. Now, what does that mean specifically? Well, the press release with this decision outlined said that the court voted 15 to 2 that Israel needs to make every effort to ensure that they are not doing the following to the Palestinian people. Quote, A. Killing members of the group. B. Causing serious bodily or mental harm to members of the group. C. Deliberately inflicting on the group conditions of life calculated to bring about its physical destruction in whole or in part. D. Imposing measures intended to prevent births within the group. End quote. Now there will be the complicated task of differentiating between Hamas and Palestinian civilians. Why is this complicated? Because Hamas is known to dress in plain clothes and to deliberately try to blend in with normal civilians in Gaza. What's more, given that Gaza is such a small territory, a lot of people who are not officially part of Hamas do have ties with the group. And we know from hostage testimony that civilians are helping Hamas and even participating in torturing these hostages. And that is where things get complicated and the lines begin to blur. I think this decision really reflects the complexities here it will be up to the courts to dive into the details of Netanyahu's military actions and decide if those decisions were made in pursuit of Hamas or in an effort to deliberately kill Palestinian civilians. Reactions to this were obviously a bit mixed. As there are many viewpoints people hold on this conflict generally, those viewpoints were reflected in these reactions Hardliners for Palestine said that the judges should have stopped Israel and ordered a ceasefire, but the Palestinian ministry said that the court had, quote, ruled in favor of humanity and international law, end quote. Netanyahu said that the court shouldn't even be hearing the case, but they did agree to hear this case because enough people worldwide are concerned that there is a genocide happening, and that makes it worth taking the time for a closer look to parse out some of these extremely sensitive complexities. The court also asked that Israel submit a report shortly detailing all of their efforts that they will make to ensure the preservation of Palestinian life and safety in Gaza while in pursuit of their main target, Hamas. We'll see what they provide, and we will definitely go through that report. Next up, the state of Alabama's use of nitrogen hypoxia. So let's talk about this execution in Alabama that's making headlines. What exactly happened to Mr. Kenneth Smith? Let's dive into the details. I do have to issue a content warning here. This story involves murder. And capital punishment. So, first and foremost, I think it's important to understand that Kenneth Smith was convicted of being hired by a pastor in Alabama to kill that pastor's wife on his behalf. So just setting the scene here a little bit, a very uh, you know, Southern Gothic tale. But it's also important to note that that this was not Kenneth Smith's first time facing his own execution. No, the state of Alabama actually tried to execute him once before. They botched it back in 2022. They couldn't find a vein that worked and thus Kenneth's death warrant expired and that led us to the absolutely horrifying situation that we are discussing today. The use of nitrogen hypoxia on a human being this is a method of killing that was actually deemed unsuitable for dogs and cats because it was so inhumane. Ultimately, we do not know the full extent of what experiencing this kind of death would be like, and we may never actually fully know that. The state of Alabama said that he would be knocked out immediately and therefore unable to feel anything, Let's hope that that was the case, but those in the viewing room able to witness the execution firsthand said that Kenneth Smith was writhing in pain for at least two minutes. One reporter said, quote, this was the fifth execution that I have witnessed in Alabama and I have never seen such a violent reaction, end quote. This was the first execution carried out with this substance anywhere in the world, as Kenneth Smith himself put it in his final statement to the world, quote, tonight Alabama caused humanity to take a step backwards, end quote. And lastly for today, we are going to discuss Trump being ordered to pay Eugene Carroll $83.3 million. Whoa. So if you guys remember, Trump had already been ordered to pay E. Jean Carroll $5 million due to his assaulting her and then defaming her about it. This was already proven in court and he had already been ordered to pay her this $5 million. But after that happened, he very quickly turned to Truth Social and once again lied about her and defamed her. And this time, E. Jean Carroll did not waste any time. She didn't wait years and years. She filed further def- defamation charges almost immediately against him. And on Friday, she won. A jury found that Trump needed to pay E. Jean Carroll $83.3 million, you guys, for continuing to bash her online. Now, you might be wondering, why such a high amount for this crime? I mean, they went from $5 million to $83.3 million? Well, here's why. Trump doesn't seem to have been worried about paying Carol $5 million. So Carol's attorney asked that the jury provide a very high penalty so as to deter Mr. Trump from continuing to lie about E. Jean Carroll online. And the jury agreed. So they awarded her this massive amount of Trump's cash to try and convince him to stop defaming her, essentially, to keep her name out of his mouth. We'll see if it works. Now, that amount will not be awarded just yet. Trump will have to exhaust all of his appeals before anything would be paid out, and we know he's going to appeal this. But after that, he will start having to pay up if, you know, he isn't successful in these appeals. And in the meantime, he will have to continue to pay his very expensive lawyers. And that for today is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, I used to tolerate a lot because I didn't want to lose people. Now I establish boundaries because I do not want to lose myself. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfree media and that is also linked in our show notes. You can follow us on social media at newsdujour.podcast podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my personal account at it's Annie Bowles on both platforms as well. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from. Oh.